Welcome, one and all, to the inaugural episode of the Comic Multiverse, where the worlds of nerd meet. Same great flavor, different name, same bloody sweaty host, of course. I am your host, uh, Cape Joel, uh, which I'm sure you already know because you're watching this show on the Cape Joel channel. But, oh, what's this? In the wings, someone, you know, s someone. Is it someone from Thunderdome? I think it might be. It's, it's. <laughs> it's Matt. Hmm. Holy shit, man, it's been two weeks since we did this. Feels like two years. I know, right? Just friggin', I, I swear to God, sometimes working online with people, it's like you're goddamn married or something, or you're having a long-distance relationship with them, because if you don't talk to them for like a day or so, it's like, boo. Yeah, it, it's really weird. It is really weird. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean, we, we got so much, <clears throat> excuse me, we got so much freaking, you know, uh, you know, fan outreach and everything, and everyone trying to talk to us and be like, you know, when's when's Blood Sweat Comics coming back? You know, when when are you guys doing that show again? And I tried, I tried to keep it a secret. You know, I tried to not really spoil. It. I'm just like, well, you know, if you keep if you keep your eyes peeled to my channel in the next, you know, like week or so, you might find something to fill the void. Oh, you just might. I, I guess it really goes to show how much you know we were loved, and you know, people did make us part of our their lives, and you know, we really do appreciate it. Yeah, it's great to see, like, I, on, like, Twitter, every every other comment on mine was like, when's Bloodsweat Comics coming back? When are you com guys coming back? I just reply with, like, maybe. Mm. May wait and see. <laughs> maybe. Now, now, I will say, because this is a new show on new site real estate and everything, uh, obviously I don't have access to, like, an iTunes or, like, a SoundCloud or anything yet. But uh, should it uh, sh should this keep up being popular? And I hope to God it will be. <laughs> um, I, I I guess I can get like a Bandcamp or something. Bandcamp is free, isn't it? I don't know. I don't even know what Bandcamp is. Yeah, I don't a, use that sort of stuff. It's it's a place if you're a musician, you can put your music up on Bandcamp and people can download it. Uh, okay then. I I would say if you're one of those people, and I know this will come up, who want a mobile version of this show, who want to be able to carry it around with them, uh, just go to keepvid.com and just download yourself an MP3 of the show. You have my permission. <laughs> yeah, or like YouTube to MP3 or whatever. Yeah, you have my permission to do that. And in fact, uh, we're gonna try and keep it an hour so we won't, you know, eat up too much of your tape and everything. I I, I guess too moving forward. Uh, again, this this is a new show, the Comic Multiverse, and because of it, I figured we can cover a myriad of different comic book and superhero topics and you know we can cover stuff that might not even be considered in our purview you know that the chains are off now man we can do whatever we want no one can stop us yeah all bets are off just mm. start doing anything you want dude it's new territory man it's fucked up we don't even know what we're doing we're working without a net <laughs> we'll do it live we'll do it live we will literally do it live and then we'll record it and put it up when it's not live <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, this, I, I, I missed this, man. But you know what we shouldn't do? Uh, we, we shouldn't react to anything while we're doing this, apparently, because, you know. That... I, I was going to say something. I was waiting for you to maybe say something. I was going to say, oh, maybe that'll date this show. But maybe it's a good thing that it'll date this show. I think it is, too. So, yeah, for those who weren't paying attention, the Fine Brothers who do, you know, the Elders React, Children React series. They shot themselves in the foot something terrible this week when they said, oh, yeah, we're starting this new thing called React World. And if you want to make reactions, you know, you just, just got to give us a percentage. Yeah, it's insane. They tried to trademark the word React. And then they said, like, oh, no, we don't, like, take down any people's video who 
have the word react or like teens react in their title yet there's all these people that claim they have and it's just this big insane pr thing this this is schadenfreude this is the definition of the german word (laughs) schadenfreude is what this is for the backlash has been so terrible to these dudes they have actually lost more subscribers in the last like two days they've almost i someone said to me and I didn't, I didn't check this, but it's probably true. They were losing about 1,000 or 1,500 subscribers an hour. Uh, that's true, actually. You can go to live sub counts, which is an actual thing, and you can watch their sub count dwindle. It's amazing. That's just insane to think. Like, 1,500 subs in an hour gone. That's just insane. You know what I would give to get 1,500 subs in an hour? <laughs> it's crazy, uh. too, because it's like, you know, one, way to be totally late to this thing, you know, way to be totally late to try and uh, trademark React, where it's like you should have done this like years ago, even though technically reactions have existed long before this. I mean, freaking Beavis and Butthead used to react to goddamn music videos on MTV back in the 90s. Yeah, they, they existed long before the internet was like a mainstream thing. And it's great, too, because they, like, they tried to backpedal from – they had another video where it's like, no, 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 everyone, you misunderstood us. And um, they ended up being really dismissive and really condescending. We're like, you know, we're sorry we confused you, you dummies. Let us explain it again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, just keep, just keep digging that hole deeper, not-so-fine brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's been insane. Everything's not fine for them. It's quite the opposite of fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it's not every day you see something like this where it's like man your entire reaction empire took you five years to build and five minutes to totally fuck it, it just goes to show you man like you put all that work into it and you know just one piece is wrong it can bring the whole thing down it is amazing like again like this is the internet personified there where it's like before everybody liked you and now it's torches and pitchforks and fuck those guys <laughs> It's kind of amazing. So uh, in uh, into some more comic book-related news there, uh, I have some topics here. Some are old, some are new. I figure uh, Matt and I had a lot to catch up on, so we might as well pick out some choice ones. And uh, one of the choice ones I had to start was uh, Steve Rogers will become back in the saddle as Captain America uh, very soon, and he has a new costume as well. Yeah, this was revealed in that Captain America 75th anniversary documentary. Yep, yep. And, and I mean, you know... It was a given he was coming back. Yeah, I mean, was there any doubt about it? The interesting thing is that the book will now be called Steve Rogers, Captain America, which, of course, means that Sam Wilson, Captain America, isn't going anywhere. So by the looks of it, we're going to have two Captain America books now. Yeah, well, one one will go, like, to one... They'll split... They'll split America in half. Like, one will take, you know, 25 states, yellow and 25 states, and, like, Bucky can have, like, Alaska. (laughs) Look, I'll be Captain America of the blue states. You'll be Captain America of the red states. But I don't want the red states. (laughs) Well, Sam, you see, most states are actually purple when you break it down, but whatever. Maybe this is how Civil War starts. Ah, wouldn't that be funny? No, no, well, Captain America hasn't even been mentioned in the Civil War. It's friggin' Captain Marvel and Iron Man who are gonna be fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Although it would be interesting to see two Captain Americas on two different sides. It would be. It would be. It'd be quite interesting. Because Sam clearly seems to be backing uh, Captain Marvel and is on her team. Wouldn't it be funny if Steve ended up being on Tony's team? That would be pretty crazy. So they can have a fight in the streets. This is a fight for America. <laughs> <laughs> 
for the fate of it. <laughs> Fight me, bosom chum. Uh, his new costume is all right. Again, it's red, white, and blue, only with more blacks in it now. Yeah, and he's got like an old school uh, shield that has like this part that comes off at the bottom. Yeah, it's not it looks really cool anymore. Yeah, it's, it's funny too. You mentioned Bucky half jokingly, but uh, in one of the solicitations for Sam Wilson Captain America number nine, he's teaming up with Steve Rogers with Bucky, and Bucky is wearing his old Captain America costume. Oh, really? Yeah, so I guess in all new, all different Marvel, everybody gets to be Captain America. <laughs> Are we going to have, like, the Captain America corpse? Oh, Like, you... the Carol corpse? <laughs> See, you, you freaking joke, but uh, in the Hawkeye book, they took, like, a glimpse at the future, like, 30 years in the future when Kate Bishop Yeah, become... that's right, oh. that's right. There's, like, a Captain America unity sort of thing well, happening. Well, there's, th- there's America Chavez, who is Miss America, who's on the Ultimates right now. Apparently, in that 30-year future, she became Captain America, Captain America Chavez. <laughs> and her costume was pretty cool, too. I'm like, man, I, I would kind of read a book about Captain America Chavez in the future. <laughs> but yeah, so there's uh, there's your Captain America news. I mean, again, it was a foregone conclusion that he was going to come back, and it's perfect timing, too, to line up for his movie. What I think is cool, though, is they're not just ditching Sam's book. Yeah, they're going to keep him around for a while, I think, because I think a lot of people like him. Yeah, I think a lot of people like him, too, and I think a lot of people dig what Nick Spencer is doing with him. I, I have to say I'm a bad Nick Spencer fan because I haven't been reading Sam Wilson, Captain America, just because I missed so many runs leading up to this, and I'm a completionist where I'm like, no, I got I got to read the previous run before I can read this. Yeah. That's, uh, that, that was my thing with Daredevil for the longest time, so yeah. Uh, if you notice, the energies are a little different in the room right now. That's because for some stupid fucking reason, I decided to flip around the way we normally do shows, <laughs> and that is I record it really late at night, and Matt records it really late in the morning, or really early in the morning, because that's the Canadian-Australian time difference. But today, for some reason, I'm like, hey, let's let's switch it around, Matt. You know, new show. Maybe we should, you know, record it a little <laughs> differently. Uh, it'll be early in the morning for me, and it'll be late at night for you. <laughs> <laughs> So I so uh, I still stayed up late as late as I usually do. I was b- believe it or not what I was freaking doing. Uh, just apropos of nothing, I'm like, hey, did those last two episodes of Helsing Ultimate ever get uh, uh, ever get dubbed? Turns out they did. <laughs> no, they didn't. They uh, didn't. Did uh, they? They did. Yeah, they did. I watched those. Oh, last really? Night. They yeah. actually finally did it. Fourteen years it took to finish that show. God damn. <laughs> Fourteen freaking years. Uh, and th- there's a channel on YouTube which was nice enough to actually upload the versions with commentary, too, so you can actually sit there and listen to Yuri Lowenthal and listen to Crispin Freeman bitch about all the time in between. <laughs> <laughs> Appar- apparently, too, that show almost didn't get made by the company that made it because they fought with the Japanese people over the uh, pronunciation of Alucard. Really? Because the Japanese don't really have a word for L, so they called it Arucard. That's slightly racist, but, but yeah, I know. <laughs> again, because they don't have the letter in their alphabet, and they're yeah, like, no, I, yeah, no, yeah. no, it's Aracard. And the American guys are like, no, it's Dracula spelled backwards. And they're like, hey, we'll, we'll take it all the way up to the manga's author if you want. And they're like, yeah, I, I think we should do that. And they're like, oh, well, we can't bother the manga's author. You know, he's, he's busy writing manga right now. And he literally faxed them back and said, yes, it's Dracula backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I, I 
just thought did that they was... then ki- commit seppuku they then committed seppuku out of shame actually apparently like the helsing guy like before he started doing like regular manga he did like just straight up porn like he did like just straight up hentai <laughs> would not surprise me i mean dude have you seen helsing ultimate it's a fucking awesome show but it's also sleazy as all get out yep yep <laughs> and that's why it's great <laughs> yep that's right everyone the comic multiverse brings together the worlds of all nerds that is the internet comic books and yes even a little manga talk (laughs) but not wrestling i'm sure if i mention wrestling matt's eyes will glaze over yeah yeah they will they will what was it it was the royal rumble a couple nights ago and we were all talking about it and you were just like hey insert wrestling tweet here Yeah, I was like, everyone's talking about wrestling, and I'm just sitting here waiting for the X-Files. Hey, guys, AJ Styles, he seems like a cool guy. (laughs) You all seem to be losing your shit about him. (laughs) I I I hope it lives up to all your expectations. (laughs) What what not might live up to expectations, though. I'm sure you've seen this around. DC Rebirth Mm. (laughs) is the new thing. That they're bandying around for everyone. We saw we saw the image. It's a curtain. It's a curtain with DC Rebirth written on it. And so far, we don't know what it means. But we have some theories. I, I, I just I just think they realize that they've used crisis, the word <laughs> crisis, like 20 billion times. So I think, what's a new word we can have that sort of explains we're going to reboot, but not reboot? <laughs> oh, rebirth. <laughs> rebirth. Yeah, that sounds about right. You know, well, it's funny, they had Rebirth, and then literally at Marvel, like, the same week, they have Dead No More, because it's kind of like, man, are you guys cheating off each other's papers or something, where it's like, um, what's another word for Rebirth? Um, 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 Dead No More. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Rebirth, I mean, I think even back on Blood Sweat Comics, we kicked around the idea that it's like, okay, so new number ones is what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, we we said they were going to change some books to bi-weekly and weekly and then like relaunch like bunch of books at number 1 again, like retitling them and everything. B- basically, so, hey, let's try and make back some of the money the DCU lost us. <laughs> yeah. My guess is it's going to be like all the main books are going to be retit like after issue 50 or something, they're going yeah. to go back to number 1. So like when like Batman is back, when Superman has his powers and costume back, when Wonder Woman's not, you know, being ridden so shittily, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> when Wonder Woman's doing whatever. Just, yeah, freaking... Man, why can't comics make it to 100 issues anymore? Why why can't they make it to, like, 900 issues anymore? <laughs> I mean, like, it's so sad. Like, you know, before they rebooted everything, what was it, like, Action and Detective Comics were so close to hitting 1,000? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, they were, like, 100 away, and then they're like, nope, canceled. You, you know what that is? Because it's like, well, well, that's too old at that point. At that point, you're basically a grandpa comic. No one wants to read a grandpa comic if you're past 50 issues. Yeah, my guess is that they like, rebooting every, what, five or so years because that's when, like, people start graduating into high school and I starting guess. to get into comics and stuff like that. So they're like, oh, well, these new people are coming into high school, so let's, like, give them comics to read and let's make it a number one so they think they can just jump straight in. Wouldn't it be better just to, you know, write good stories so people want to stick with it and have clearly defined jumping on points? Nah. Like nah. if I like if I wrote it, I would have a thing on like the on on the like on the cover for a new series. Be like, yes, you can start in here. Yes, this is new reader friendly. <laughs> 
that'd be a good idea to have like a little stamp or something. Yeah, you know, I I, th- I think so I'm so like re like first time reader friendly or something. Yeah, like like I think I'm co-opting someone else's idea here, but I think they were saying you know we need to have a symbol system for comics in the same way they have for like a ski slope. Like okay, this this is a black diamond comic, so you better know your continuity going into. It, but the, but this is a bunny slope comic, so you know you can you can read this and not have to know anything. <laughs> Exactly. It makes like so much stuff so much easier and like people wouldn't be asking where to start and where to begin and stuff like that, where they could just go, oh, we will start here because these comics are all, you know, green ticks or something. Yeah, like if you could break it down to like a freaking like symbol system that everyone could get and make it universal. Man, how many freaking black diamonds would you need for a Grant Morrison comic? I think a Grant Morrison comic would just be a bunch of skull and crossbones where it's like, look, (laughs) even if you know you still might not get this. Yeah, every Green Lantern comic is like Black Diamond comic, <laughs> even though it's oh, but this says number one, not Black Diamond. It's it's like you know, uh, it's like you know when you go to the amusement park and they're like, you must be this tall to ride. <laughs> For a Grant Morrison comic, it must be like you must be this high to read. <laughs> <laughs> And for, and for an Alan Moore comic, you must be this far up your own ass to read. <laughs> <laughs> you must be this high to read. Uh, g- good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, comic industry, you know, just throwing that out there, you know, maybe maybe consider a symbol system from your friends at the comic multiverse. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop this theory and we'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe make it like a video game thing, like, okay, this the, this comic is easy mode, you know, this one is extreme difficulty, <laughs> this one is New York Minute and prepare to die. <laughs> but what are some of the, your favorite names for, like, extreme difficulties in video games? Because they've had some good ones. Um, XCOM has one called Iron Man, which is basically you get one chance at everything. <laughs> That's cool. I think I think Call of Duty, I think it was World at War had one that was like, you will not survive. <laughs> Yeah, Witcher has, I think, Nightmare is the, mm, is yeah, the top yeah, yeah. one, which makes sense because it is a nightmare. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I, I love it when video games get all in your face, like, you will not survive or why even bother? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to you're gonna fucking... I, prepare to Die was... An, I think that was... Uh, yeah, I think that was Dark Souls or something. Like, they had a whole Prepare to Die edition. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I love that game is just right in your face. Like, no, you, you will die. Just don't. Just don't even. You're, you're, you're dead. Just don't. <laughs> just, just put your controller down and sob in the corner. Oh, look, achievement unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sobbed with the controller. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you threw the controller at the wall at a speed of 60 miles per hour. Man, when we get to the point in technology when, like, video games can measure your level of frustration and salt and start handing out achievements well you know we're already starting to get achievements for ordering pizza on yeah, the system so you right. know we're only a step away you got the molten butthole achievement <laughs> you got the complained on twitter achievement good for you <laughs> you got you got the defended the game on twitter achievement <laughs> also good for you <laughs> Uh, but you know what, uh, something that people were actually talking about on the social medias and, uh, some filled with a lot of anger and some filled with a lot less. I'm sure you've seen this map, but, uh, Hanna-Barbera and DC Comics have come together to unleash a bunch of new series based on their properties. Yeah, like, and like, it's updated series as well. Uh-huh, so, so you've like, got like Scooby-Doo got... versus Cthulhu. Yeah, I'm interested in that. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like, on one hand, I'm like, oh, this is such a bastardization of my childhood, and yet on the other hand, I'm like, oh, but I want to read it, though. <laughs> yeah, Cthulhu, man. F- fucking Cthulhu, and Shaggy, I don't know if you noticed, but Shaggy stole Green Arrow's uh, facial I- hair. I did immediately. I'm like, oh shit, is Green Arrow a stoner now? <laughs> Dude, th- that's the thing you're going to find out. You know, uh, Shaggy Rogers is actually one of the illegitimate children of Dude. Oliver Queen. <laughs> Re- Rebirth is New 52 Mixel Pixelic turning everyone to Hanna-Barbera characters. That's that's the new universe they brought in. They're like Earth, you know, 42, the Hanna-Barbera universe. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there was more than that, too. There was the Scooby-Doo one. There was a wacky races one that they made up to look like Mad Max. Where I'm like, oh, okay, that's that 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 feels like uh, like a robot chicken parody. But all right, I'll read it. Yeah, yeah. Then they had a Flintstones one with art by Amanda Connor. So already I'm kind of sold. Although it's funny, she also got a lot of anger to that. So her husband and business partner Jimmy Palmiotti had to come out and be like, look, she just did the artwork. She's not writing it. I'm not writing it. Stop bothering us. <laughs> Yeah, they had a um a space ghost one, which intrigues me as well. Is it a space ghost one, or is that part of the bigger Johnny Quest one? Because they're also doing like a Johnny Quest universe thing where he meets guys like Space Ghost and like the Shmoo and everything. Yeah, I think they're doing like a Johnny Quest series, a Johnny Quest like universe series where he meets all these people, and then like a Space Ghost series which, as well. Which is funny. That Johnny Quest one sounds like that would have worked even without all this radical new stuff attached to it. And then it hit me. I'm like, wait. Johnny Quest meeting a bunch of obscure cartoon characters. Where have I seen? Where have I heard of? Oh fuck! This is a serious version of the Venture Brothers. Yeah, yeah. That's much. That's literally what it is. And how perfect is that? Because Venture Brothers came back last night. Yeah, it did, didn't it? I haven't yeah. had a chance to watch the new episode yet. Neither have I. I'm probably going to go back and watch the series because it's been so long. I know, right? I, I was actually lucky enough. I think. Uh, well, I, well, it was it was the guys involved, but like. Uh, jackson public and doc hammer they actually put out like a little thing narrated by uh narrated by gary where it's like hey and here's everything you missed from the last season cool because it's been like two fucking years oh yeah it's been so long there was the last season then they did that special uh gargantua 2 which was a really good special by the way that wrapped up a bunch of shit yeah Oh, you know, we never had a chance to talk about this, so we'll talk about this as we were mentioning Venture Brothers. So, obviously, in the time we took off from podcasting you and I together, um, David Bowie passed away. Yeah, he did. That's such a shame. We, we lost a lot of great musicians. We lost him. We lost Lemmy from Motorhead. But I mentioned, uh, I mentioned David Bowie because, of course, David Bowie was a huge part of Venture Brothers, or at least a character claiming to be David Bowie was a huge part of Venture Brothers, and everyone was so quick to post pictures from that show and post, like, clips of David Bowie. Only here's the thing, though. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, everybody. Uh, if you actually watch the show and if you watch to the, like, to the final season, you would find out that dude actually wasn't David Bowie. Ooh. Yeah, that th- that was actually probably one of the coolest twists, and he has one of the greatest lines where he's like, "No, I'm I'm not Jonas Venture. I'm not David Bowie. I'm just you know a criminal schmuck who wanted to be anybody but himself." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Aw, that's sad." Yeah, it's kind of sad. Yeah, <laughs> that was sad. Well, that's just Venture Brothers in a nutshell, really. Where it's like, "Wow, that's really depressing, <laughs> but kind of funny." <laughs> And uh, moving on from there, because again, because we can talk about whatever we want. Man, did you did you see those leaked Luke Cage pictures? 
Uh, no, I do. Is there new leaked pictures? Yeah, new leaked pictures, they, like yesterday. Oh, no, I didn't see them. I thought they were, like, ones that we've already seen. Well, well maybe maybe you have I'm looking, seen I'm looking at them now. I'm looking at them now. Oh, okay, cool. You know, it's funny because, you know, Daredevil, you pretty much knew what you were getting into. Jessica Jones didn't really know what you were getting into but was ultimately surprised by it. With Luke Cage, I'm like, well, what the hell is there left to do? What is this show going to be like? And then I see the leaked pictures, which is Luke Cage running down the street in a hoodie fighting cops with his bare hands. Yeah. And, I'm <laughs> and he like, takes the cop's jacket as well. He does. And I'm just like, okay, show. Before you had my interest, now you have my attention, sir. Yeah, and and it looks like the cops have actually shot him as well. Oh, they He's shoot got, like, him bullet holes. They shoot him a bunch of times. New York cops shooting an unarmed black man in a hoodie. What else is new? <laughs> uh, the realism is, you know, I know big. the realism <laughs> of Netflix is staggering. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I love that Marvel's just like, no, we're leaning right into this, guys. Yeah, they're not afraid to. You can't stop us, you won't stop us. <laughs> Did you see what we got away with in Jessica Jones and Daredevil? <laughs> I, I like where it's like, hey, you know, what, what worlds are there left to con uh, conquer? Well, I guess we can talk about race relations in America. And I mean, who yeah. else better to do it than Luke Cage? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Makes perfect sense that 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 show can't come quick enough now. I am I am all about that. Yeah, kind. I don't know when's it coming out. Like November or something. Something like that. Well, they they, they teased that November might be the date. Yeah. Oh well, we've got you know Daredevil season two in like a month. No, she is that really in just in a month. Yep. <laughs> wow, that's in a month. Deadpool is this month. I can't believe that that friggin' Deadpool is this month. I think I, I think it comes out here next week. Oh, you lucky Australian bastard with your Yeah, yeah, releases. yeah, next next Wednesday, yeah. Well, as we've stated before, you know, Australia getting early releases of movies is to make up for all the other horrible shit that happens in Australia. <laughs> yeah, like people running down 17 kangaroos and whatnot. <laughs> that's that's just, you know, the universe trying to balance out the scales of karmatic justice right there where it's like, look, you know, there's all these spiders that can kill you in your country, but hey, Deadpool early. <laughs> I tell you what, this guy did the other week. He, he he tried to kill a bunch of cops by stuffing a kangaroo full of explosives. Wow, that that might be the most Australian thing I've ever heard ever. I'm like, oh, what a champion! Was, was that guy's name Digger Harkness? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is is this like part of some like special Captain Boomerang like miniseries that they're trying out now? <laughs> This suicide quote viral campaign is going too far. Man, this is too far. You went you went nuts on this one, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, that's fun. So actually, I'll be able to talk about the Suicide Squad a little later. But uh, I think it's time, everyone. I think it's time for a segment uh, that you've been missing, and that segment is, of course, what we read this week. And as both Matt and I are reviewing comics on our respective channels, now actually, hey Matt, if we're gonna take this chance to plug your channel for people who might not know. Uh, yeah, my channel is called Fortress of Solitude. I decided to rename it since I didn't think Matt was a really good channel name. <laughs> Dude, Matt, Matt, the name of this generation. <laughs> um, but yeah, over there I'm doing like a bunch of comic reviews, TV reviews. I'm reviewing X-Files at the moment. I saw that. Uh, just, yeah, doing anything. You got something you want me to review or like talk about, just 
comment and yeah i'll probably do it you know it, it's funny now that i'm kind of doing this on my own and everything maybe you've run into this problem too but uh freaking scheduling's a bitch man i i don't really find that really because i just like i like do all my reviews i like render them and everything and then i'll be like all right i'll publish them go to bed wake up publish them to maybe, youtube maybe we have like different you know work strategies or whatnot but i know my thing there is like i'm like okay i need a video at 8, which, matter of fact, I just looked at it right now. A video came out at 8. That way it can come out while I'm sleeping. And then I wake up and then, like, maybe I'll do a TV show at 5 because all the TV shows are back right now. And then if I have, like, a third comic review, I'll slap that up at 11 and do the whole thing over again. Yeah, well, like, when I get my comics, like, the day I get my comics, I usually just put out the review when it's done, which is usually not long after I actually get the comic. And then... Like, the, the lesser ones that I review later on, I'll just put out whenever. As a, as you might have seen if you've checked out my channel, I'm doing way more video content than I ever have before, and that's a pain, because i got to set up lights, and i got to set up the camera, and i got to do the takes and everything. I, I was doing two video inserts. I was doing, like, a video intro, and then, like, a video at the end where I summed it up, and I actually stopped doing the video piece at the end, because, you know, A, it was taking forever to render with two video pieces on there. And also, I just feel like I, I do a better review when I'm talking behind the mic than when I'm in front of the camera. Yeah, I, I've, I'm probably going to do some video stuff. Not not yet, anyway. But, yeah, yeah I, it's definitely coming up. But, yeah, I, I do feel better sitting behind, you know, the camera and everything with the mic and everything. Beca because it's easier when I fuck up on mic to go back and edit it than it is to go back and edit video footage when I fuck up. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm, I've actually started including bloopers at the end of my videos now. Uh, I think it was like for the last one I did, uh, Batman and Robin Eternal number 17, I get like a freaking text while I'm on camera. And I'm like, God, di I like freak out right on it. And then I answer the text back. I can't because like then I'd have to age restrict my videos because like I stuff up, I just start swearing and throwing things and getting violent it was the worst thing too because it was just like k i'm like oh yeah k thank you thank you for ruining my video for k <laughs> gotta film this shit again uh also I, I had a video just go up today i uh I, I resurrected comic two cents i uh kicked the cobwebs off of that and i was talking about that new justice league action cartoon oh yeah that that uh looks yeah something <laughs> yeah yeah man what a what a bunch of mixed emotions i had when i heard about that it's like hey everyone new justice league cartoon woo fuck yeah justice league Ooh, and kevin conroy and mark hamler are coming back yes 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 they're the best and james l woods okay that's that's cool i, I like james woods as lex luther i guess clancy brown is busy that's fine and they're all gonna be 11 minutes oh yeah, that, that seems to be the thing with DC animation now, because we had Vixen, which is, what, like, five-minute episodes, and then we've got this. Well, the only thing that's really, like, long is their movies, which are all about Batman. Yeah, I was good. well, you see, uh, 11 minutes is the hot new thing for animation at Cartoon Network, because Adventure Time is 11 minutes, Steven Universe is 11 minutes, and, you know, that's fine for those shows, because, you know, they have more comedy focus, and, you know, Steven Universe has had a couple seasons to get its characterization and everything down. I'm worried about this. I'm also worried that they just called it Justice League action, where I'm like, can we have some Justice League action and some Justice League story, please? <laughs> yeah, they, they make a, a separate series, Justice League plot. 
<laughs> which is also 11 minutes, and they play them back to back. <laughs> also, the solicitation was weird, too, because it's like, yeah, we jump you directly into the action. And I'm like, well, can I have some context first? I mean, like, action is nice, but without context, it's just a bunch Sorry, of we're going to get Superman to punch stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Justice League action, I do not know what to make of it. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see what it's like. I'll probably review it. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's also kind of weird, too, because I think DC animation is in a weird place right now where they're like, okay, we've got the super adult, super adult you know, movies that, like you said, are all about Batman and are all based in the new 52, and those are doing okay. And we got, like, the new super dark live-action movies coming out, but we're also raking in money hand over fist with little kids and Teen Titans Go, so what the fuck do we do? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the whole thing. Like, this is for the Teen Titans Go market. It sure looks that way, and I'm just like, oh. Yeah. I, I just hope that poster they release isn't, like, final art, because it, it just didn't look right. No, no, it doesn't. Everyone looks a little distended, and Superman's shield is a little fucked up, and, like, yeah. Batman's bat symbol is eating him. Yeah, and yeah. Wonder Woman <laughs> looks like 12. She looks like a Bratz doll, <laughs> which ain't cool. No, it's not. I, I, I don't want no Wonder Woman's Bratz doll. Wait, wait, <laughs> but why not? <laughs> wait, 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 tomorrow I go out there and fans have sent me a bunch of Wonder Woman-themed Bratz dolls, and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Just boxes full of it. <laughs> I said I didn't want these. What am I going to do with these? <laughs> I just I just have to have a freaking yard sale where that's nothing. That's the only thing I'm selling. It's just tables full of just Wonder Woman Bratz dolls. <laughs> Come on, buy one. You know you want. I just start hucking them at cars. <laughs> uh good times. Good times. I, I miss our shenanigans. I miss uh, our wacky scenarios. <laughs> and yet we've been talking for uh, almost 40 minutes now. I guess we can hop into what we read this week and... Uh, just to not bog down the show, let's let's try and stick to what we read this week. And I know I actually had a lighter week. I know I was talking about scheduling. I actually came up short this week for videos, and I was shocked. Where I'm like, huh, I might not have something to put out today. Huh. <laughs> well, when, whenever I have that thing, I just go, whoa, okay. I'll do, like, an opinion piece. Like, yes. I, I recently just did a top five Superman stories video. And, and, and that's why I did Justice League action, because it's like, okay, Comic Two Cents is coming back now. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, uh, now, would you like to go first on this inaugural episode of the Comic Multiverse, or should I go first? Um, I'll go first, I guess. But let's, um, actually, let's talk about a comic I know we both read for sure, Old Man Logan, number one. I was actually about to just say that. Hey, there you see, our minds are melding, Matt. We've been doing this for so long now, we finish each other's thoughts. Uh, it was damn good. I'm really invested in this series now. Yeah, and talk about being different because it literally starts with him showing up in the 616 universe where the Extraordinary X-Men book of which he is a member, he's clearly been there for a bit. Yeah, yeah, this is literally just after his exit from Secret Wars. Yeah, as he stumbles naked into New York and gets tased. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gets tased and shot by a bunch of cops. Yeah. In New York again, shooting people on dude, sight. Dude, friggin' comics, man, are reflecting real life in such a meaningful way now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's basically a revenge comic he, yeah. he thinks he's been sent back in time to stop everything that happened in his world mm -hmm. and so he's so he's like gonna go kill like who were the people on his list there uh, was black butcher the dude who pimp yep. slapped his son and stole his hat which yeah, he, ki he killed him in this issue yeah no, no one's gonna miss uh freaking black butcher 
Mysterio, obviously, because if you remember the original Old Man Logan story, Mysterio tricked uh, Wolverine into killing all of his friends. Here's the rub, though. Mysterio has kind of been in the wind the last little bit, like, since Spider-Men. There was an imposter running around as him, like, calling himself Mysterion, and he was a member of, like, Superior Spider-Man, Superior Six... And that guy hasn't seen been seen for a bit, so old man Logan's gonna have to do some work if he wants to hunt down friggin' Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't mention him in my reviews because I knew if like he was back and like some Spider Man fan will come to my page. No, he's been back in this issue, there's, this issue, and this there's issue. There's been a lot of weird discontinuity involving Mysterio. Yeah, it's so it's gonna be weird to see like if he actually gets the real Mysterio or just someone like Mysterion or something. Wearing the costume, yeah. Uh, the other person on the list was Hulk, and and in a nice bit of continuity, it's like, hey, Banner ain't around as the Hulk anymore. It's Amadeus Cho as the totally awesome Hulk. Yeah, that's like, it showed in like the preview of the next one, he goes after the totally awesome Hulk. So I guess he maybe thinks that's Bruce, or just thinks, hey, that's the Hulk, Let's, I'll go try and kill him. I'll, I'll just kill because there's lots of Hulks where I'm from. <laughs> now, man, I don't know if you've been reading the totally awesome Hulk, but man, is Amadeus Cho fucked if he's got to go up against old man Logan. <laughs> yeah, is he a bit, like, inept? He's a little inept. He kind of doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> How do you know what you're doing not what you're doing in your whole you're this big green guy who can smash stuff well that's the funny thing like amadeus cho actually has quite a bit of control and he actually maintains quite a bit of his personality while in hulk form yeah so he should like kind of know how to do it since he's like super smart he should know like oh i can do all this with my strength and but this and this he's also a teen so he's also a dumbass (laughs) is he's super smart but he's also socially inept (laughs) true is, is kind of the thing with it. Like, I'm not totally on board with the new Totally Awesome Hulk just yet, but there was kind of a fun moment in the last issue when, like, he did lose control and he actually did Hulk out and it actually did get scary. Yeah. Because he did lose control and you're like, oh, yeah, friggin' the Hulk is dangerous. I forgot. <laughs> are they? Oh, are they going to do, like, the whole thing where he goes through puberty and, like, the Hulk comes out and well, fucks he, everything up when well, he gets he, angry? He's already past the point of puberty, I think. You reckon? Yeah, they're not. They, they'll just do it anyway. I was gonna say they're not using the Hulk as a puberty metaphor, although I think they might be using it for like as like a boner metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I hulked out in gym class and everybody saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, this is the kind of show it is. And the other person on his list, uh, Old Man Logan, was the Red Skull, which yet again, yeah. The Red Skull, yet another villain who has kind of been in the wind since Axis. Actually, if I remember and if they continue to do this, Red Skull had stolen the consciousness of Charles Xavier and was using his psychic powers to become Onslaught and everything. At the end of that story, uh, was it they flipped it back and Red Skull was actually taken prisoner by Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah. So, shit, does that mean Old Man Logan's going to be taking a trip to Lotvarian is going to be meeting, like, regular-faced uh, Doom? Oh, God, he'd, he'd remember God Doom as well. Yeah, when he's like, dude, you were God last time I was here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that could also, like, spawn some stuff, like, maybe... Like, does this Doctor Doom remember himself being a god? I can't remember. They don't seem to say one way or the other, although in my heart of hearts and in my mind, I'm going to say yes. Oh, because I was going to say, like, maybe he doesn't, maybe, like, 
has a meeting with old man Logan and Logan says something about him being a god and it sort of sparks something in Victor's mind like, oh, I was a god, maybe I could go get that power again. Because mm-hmm. they're playing very coy with it in the Iron Man book because like Doctor Doom is more or less being kind of a hero and kind of trying to be helpful, but we don't know if he's doing that because he really wants to or because he wants something out of Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Old Man Logan, really cool book. Again, this is Jeff Lemire, good, clean Canadian boy, eh? who uh, did that amazing Green Arrow run I love, and he reteamed with... It's the whole team from the Green Arrow book, the same artist, the colorist. Sorrentino, yeah. Yeah, so that's really cool. Looks fucking amazing. There's a whole panel there that everyone was sharing around, and you were, of course, sure to make it your, uh, your thumbnail in your review when they do, like, this huge homage to The Dark Knight Returns, and that's really what this story is. It's the Dark Wolverine Returns. Yeah, yeah, it, it's great. It was a great panel as well. It was really cool. Yeah, uh, cool book. Surprisingly violent and bloody. Yeah, for a main Marvel book as well. Yeah, like, I mean, there's a, there's this great panel when he when he does finish off Black Butcher, and it's just, like, this white panel which you know is like a stand-in for a room and then all you see is just this huge red mark on the wall where black butcher yeah. was standing <laughs> yeah it looks it was great yeah old man uh old man logan kicking all the ass that's uh that's that's a fun book that's a good read i am i am excited to read wolverine now where before i never really was yeah yeah same but between this and the x23 wolverine it's uh it's a good time to be a wolverine fan mm-hmm uh, now, I had mentioned at the top of the show that uh, I would talk about something Suicide Squad related, and this week saw the release of Suicide Squad Most Wanted Deadshot Katana Number 1. Now, if you'll remember, Matt, when we talked about this back in the day, this was just supposed to be a Katana comic, but suddenly somewhere along the way it became a Deadshot and Katana comic. I guess they realize people don't like Katana that much. <laughs> it gets even better, because you think, okay, Deadshot Katana, so they're going to be teaming up on a mission, right? Nope. It's, it's just two full-length comics that they stitch together. Oh, really? So Deadshot... So they're, so they're not in each other's story nope. or anything? Deadshot oh. gets an 18-pager and Katana gets an 18-pager. That's cheap. That is cheap. And it's... Well, here's the thing. Like, there's two covers depending on what you get. But the Deadshot one comes first and the Deadshot cover is first. So as far as I'm concerned, it's a Deadshot comic with a Katana backup. <laughs> So from having her own book to becoming a backup in someone else's story, that's amazing. Oh, God. The Deadshot comic's actually pretty cool. It's, again, it's him going out on missions for Amanda Waller and everything. That is until, you know, someone someone from his family comes a call and, and holy shit, I can't believe it, but they're actually retconning Deadshot's origin again. This is, like, the fifth origin he's gotten. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like you figure he's the guy who shoots stuff for the Suicide Squad. How complicated can his origin be? Apparently very complicated. So you think they're going to make it more like the movie, whatever the movie does? You see, I thought they were going to go that way because when they mentioned his family, I'm like, oh, here's the moment. Here's here's where they mentioned that he has a daughter because he's going to have a daughter in the movie, so he'll have to have a daughter in the comics now. No, actually, they bring it back to his father. Oh, Okay. Which, again, for those of you who know your Deadshot history, sometimes he's rich, sometimes he's poor, sometimes uh, he kills his father, sometimes he accidentally shoots and kills his brother when he was aiming at his father. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes there's a lot of shit. Heck, sometimes he has a son who was killed by a child molester who then Deadshot kills, and it's really weird and really messed up, and here's, like, another new origin with him now to where he goes to this mansion house so assumedly yeah he's rich again 
because his father's sick and he's like, oh no, I I, I got to watch my father die because I hate him so much. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the new Deadshot book. Cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's all right if you're into that kind of thing. It's it's funny because you know Waller saddles him with like a rookie who is also a sharpshooter. He's like, hey, I'm good at shooting the guns too, and Deadshot just has like no time for him. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, that's great. He's like you. I got, I got Deadshot coming up in some Midnighter books as well. That's right. That's right. So that'll that'll be pretty interesting to see what he does in that. That will be interesting. And uh, Suicide Squad in general will be getting a new writer soon in Tim Seeley. Uh, Sean Ryan finished off his run, which was really great. Actually, it was a really great finale. Yeah, I think I remember you telling me about. Oh, uh, that's that right. One. I did get a chance. That was like the last show we did. I talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. See, two weeks out, and I can't remember what the fuck I talked about. <laughs> Don't worry, I can't either. There you go. What do, What else did you have, Matt? I had Superman American Alien issue three. Ah, yes. But was that this week or last week? I don't know. It was I last it week, up, but you like, can talk put about it, up it like anyway. Six, six days ago, I put it up. Um, Yeah, I, I, did you read it? I certainly did. It was pretty damn cool. Friggin' uh, Clark Kent on a boat. Take a good hard look, because he's sailing on a boat. Yeah, he he gets mistaken for Bruce Wayne because he goes on to he, he's playing crashes when he's going on a holiday that yep. he won to the Caribbean, and he he washes up onto Bruce's boat and he everyone thinks he's Bruce because I guess drugs and alcohol and, and whatnot the, and, he, and the fact he kind of he a looks fuck. and, and w- what I really like is that this is actually a thing that has been in comics for like seventy five years. It's true. That both Clark and Bruce look the same. They've even doubled each other. Yeah, like many on a multiple times. occasions. Yeah, um, which I thought was really great. And apparently, he meets Oliver a, Queen, a, Victor Zaz, uh, yeah. and Barbara yeah. Minerva, the Cheetah. Yeah, I re- I, I I fucked up in my review. Yeah, I he, thought that was Barbara Gordon. Yeah, and, you know, and your fuck up affected me as well, actually, because I took your word for it. Because I'm like, well, Matt knows yeah. Superman, so Matt knows what's up. I, yeah, I didn't see the the name Minerva there. I thought it because I just saw Barbara. I'm thinking, oh, Barbara, you know, orange hair. Is, is that like Barbara Gordon? Yeah, because you figure she was there with like the Gotham crowd, so it makes sense. Yeah, and then yeah. when someone corrected me, it's like, no, 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 no. Someone said Minerva before, and also with her dream of becoming an archaeologist, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, fuck, she is the Wonder Woman villain. In my defense, there's like six villains who called themselves Cheetah, and none of them were very memorable. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really too familiar with Cheetah anyway, so yeah. Like I said, there's like six of them and none of them are very, uh, very memorable. What's cool about the American Alien series is how, like, everyone kind of feels like a different movie. Like, the first one was very Spielberg, and the second one was very Coen Brothers. This one is like like a Judd Apatow sex comedy, almost. Yeah, and, and with a little bit of action in it, because he stumbles in on Deathstroke, who is there to kill Bruce Wayne for fucking around with the Falcones. That's pretty great. And he just, like, throws him off the boat. And also, too, I like he's like, oh, I, I hit you with this nerve toxin, is what it is. You, you'll be you'll be dead in no time, but for Superman, the nerve toxin just makes him kind of drunk. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. And he, he, like, tries to slice him up with the swords and everything, and they just break, and Deathstroke's like, what the hell is going on? What's happening? 
what's cool about that too is we see Rachel Ghoul for a second of that, and it's totally yeah. just the Rachel Ghoul from the Denny O'Neill stories and Batman the Animated Series. I, I like that at the end. That's kind of surprised me. You see like Bruce training up in like the Himalayas, and and there's this person on his boat that looks like him and is like drinking his alcohol and using his drugs and everything. And Batman just he's gives interesting him a... to find out who this guy is. Yeah, Batman just gives him a look like motherfucker. <laughs> I, I like it too that uh, Oliver Queen is in charge of this booze cruise, and I'm like, yeah, Ollie, we know how your booze cruises tend to end. Uh, I thought that was great. That was great. Where it's like, man, you better be careful. You're just gonna wash up on a fucking island. <laughs> <laughs> Have to live like Tom Hanks and Castaway. Wouldn't it be kind of like fucked up if like this was the boat that cra- like once Clark gets off. This is the boat that goes and, like, crashes and maroons him on an island. <laughs> or Ollie just falls off because they're all drunk and fucked up on drugs. <laughs> and no one noticed Ollie was gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good. T- also, I'm pretty sure Sue Dibney was there, too. Actually, yeah, I think Sue Dibney was there and she was dating Victor's ass. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wasn't too sure. I thought that just me. ah, oh, that's just some name, you know, Max Landis put in. You know what? Yeah. I just imagine that, like, you know, when uh, Ralph and Sue got married, that like that probably came up all the time when they were fighting. Where it's like, well, I didn't date Victor Zaz for a summer. Yeah, at least I didn't date a serial killer. And she's like, oh my god, Ralph, that was one summer. Why do you always bring this up? <laughs> Why are you so insecure? Uh... But yeah, American Alien is fucking great. And I guess from one Superman comic to another Superman comic, I just read this last night, but uh, Lois and Clark uh, issue number three. Oh yeah, that was a great issue. That was a great issue. Friggin' uh, the majority of the comic was actually a flashback of Lois and Clark taking a, like, anniversary vacation to the new 52 Metropolis. That was issue four. Issue four. Yeah, okay, well, this, the newest issue, the one that came out. Yeah, that was issue four. The newest, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> but yes, that was a cool issue. They got to hang out in Metropolis. I, I like there's totally like, you know, the New York t-shirt vendor who's selling superhero shirts and it's the new 52 shield and Superman's like, mine's better. Yeah. And what I like about that is how they're talking about the city and it's like ours is more modern and clean. Yeah. And it's like, but that street musician's the same. Yeah. <laughs> Which is basically just the new 52 in a nutshell. Is It's like, yeah, but this is still the same. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Ours is cleaner and more modern, but, you know, this guy's the same. And that he still knows his name, and Lois is like, well, isn't that kind of yeah. dangerous? And he's like, ah, I'm sure they just assume I'm this world's Clark Kent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and then they almost run into Jimmy and everything, and uh, it's great. New 52 Jimmy, and Lois is like, man, he looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't look like such a nerdlinger like he does in our world yeah well in the new 52 he's like a billionaire i know right they did some weird stuff with jimmy in the new 52 yeah gotta gotta throw in a reference to the big belly burger there too yeah oh yeah oh yeah that's right yeah i'm surprised someone hasn't gone out of their way and tried to make like an actual restaurant called the big belly burger uh dc would sue him i guess so hey man you want to go half seas on a restaurant with me Sure, if you want to go half-seas on a lawyer. <laughs> See, the thing is, we call it Big Belly Burger, and then we have, like, a bunch of, uh, all the menu items would be comic references, is what they would be. So why don't we just open, a, like, a Planet Krypton? I, oh my, dude, man, I so freaking would love to eat at a Planet Krypton. Uh, and have all the, like, the waiters dress up as, like, budget Green Lanterns and Wonder yeah. Woman. And... Yes, yes, a million <laughs> times, yes. Uh, DC I, would make a 
pretty penny if they did that. Yeah, like, like open one in Vegas for fuck's sake! Like, you mean to tell me yeah. you can't have one in Vegas? Yeah, or I like, know. Or, or like, I, I guess you know, like, there's Disney World. What's what? What's the theme park that uh, DC and Warner Brothers has a stake in? They got one. They got a stake in one near me called Movie World because, like, all the Justice League characters there. There's like rides. There's like a Lex Luthor ride. There's a Green Lantern ride. Stuff what's, like what, that. What's the Lex Luthor ride? Right. Let's do paperwork. I think it's like a um. Oh fuck! What is it? It's a. It's one of those drop ones. Oh. Where it takes you up and then drops you. Because I love Lex Luthor, but I don't really think of his life as a wild ride where it's like, do paperwork, lie to Congress, and now hide nuclear materials in playgrounds. <laughs> now hand out bribes to Congress, hand them out. <laughs> yep, that's Lex Luthor's wild rides, what that is. Uh, and then at the end, you get slapped with a subpoena. Yeah, really. Or no, the end of the ride is it's just the roller coaster rams you into like Superman's fist is what it is. Now get punched <laughs> and go to jail. <laughs> but it's okay. You're rich and white. You'll be out soon. Help Lex Luthor steal 40 cakes. <laughs> now that's a ride is what that is. <laughs> motherfucker with his 40 cakes man i think i think epic panel history may, might need to come back under a different name and i think i need to talk about the 40 cakes i think mean, you've been told you've been saying that for like ages I i've think. been threatening that one for a bit and one day i'm gonna do it one day <laughs> uh what else uh should we talk about in terms of comics uh did uh did you read the new justice league of america uh yes yes i did yes with uh with rao finally uh admitting his evil plan that he wants to turn earthlings into kryptonians because uh that will give him even more power to siphon and live off of yeah it'll give him jesus powers you know, basically which he already kind of had but now he'll have yeah. super jesus powers yeah and he's got like superman trapped in this crystal thing and... that's amazing where it's like how do you how do you keep superman like from running away how do you tie him up oh you stab him multiple places with kryptonian crystals still doesn't stop him because he ends up using like it's, it's really cool though because he's like trapped in this thing but he because of his powers he can still fly technically yeah and move so he uses that there. power to like move it and like crash it into the moon that was freaking nuts i freaking loved that that's so cool yeah, that's so also cool. what's great about that book too is the moral complexity of the issues at play there. Where Rouse like, yeah, you know what? I ended war, I ended famine, I did more than any hero of the DC universe ever did. Would you stop it? Would you take it away from them? Would you allow that to be your legacy as Superman? Yeah, it's oh, so good. Even though I am a life vampire and I'm literally shortening everyone's <laughs> life on Earth by like days at a time. Uh, that's great. Tis that not a small price to pay for, you know, peace and unity in our time? And I'm like, yeah, you know. <laughs> and you know you know what I find funny about that book? They still draw Green Lantern like Chris Pine. Yeah. And I'm like, but he's not Green Lantern, he's Steve Trevor. <laughs> I, I guess that's a Brian Hitch uh, decision. Yeah, well, yeah, well, like, he, he, like, there was this and then, oh, what was that other book he did? I can't remember what the other book he did where it was, he basically drew superheroes as movie actors. Like there was one oh. in the other book he did where one of the guys was like Robert Downey Jr. Oh, was that and, the Ultimates? Because other... he did that too. No, it was, it was what it was like a an indie book. Oh. About like people who played superheroes in movies actually become superheroes. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. You were right into that for a little bit. Yeah, I can't remember. I actually finished it. It was really good. Um, I can't remember what it was called now. <laughs> 
Oh well. I'm I'm sure someone in the comments like section real superheroes or something. Something like that, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure someone in the comments section will correct you as is often yeah, the case. Real heroes, that's real what heroes. Called. Yeah, there you go. That's that was the one. Uh, what what else were you reading, Matt? Uh, well, speaking of Steve Trevor, I read Superman forty eight. Oh yes, yes, yes. Steve Trevor was in it for some reason. Because <laughs> he might be in a movie soon, so we gotta up his profile. Yeah, he was busy saving small-time politicians from getting assassinated by the Kingslayer. Uh-huh. He's like this D-list villain who, like, rhymes and shit and has <laughs> arrows that, like, track people and everything. Um, and then, yeah, Superman comes to him because he needs aid because he figures that if he has kryptonite chemotherapy, he'll get his powers back. <laughs> uh, all while this is happening, Horda makes the puzzler. And a puzzler is a old school Superman villain, like a Z list Superman villain. Sounds. He like said that. like he said like two appearances. <laughs> <laughs> I so like the reason they did that. Yeah, in the old in the old universe, it was a woman, and yeah, she caused a bunch of chaos and like Robin Banks and stuff. In this new universe, it's a man who gets put into a robot body, and the robot body can like split off into like puzzle pieces. Oh. Like that, reconfigure and stuff. That sounds useful? Question mark. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I, I assume right? with a name like the Puzzler, he'd be a low rent Riddler, is what he would be. Oh, I've got a puzzle for you. Uh, he's he's just and he's basically after Argus and Superman because Vandal Savage told him to. Ah, of course, of course. Um, but yeah, Superman tries to do the this kryptonite chemotherapy. <laughs> to try and get his powers back, and you know it'll work because by issue fifty, he'll have his powers back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had Grayson number 16 this week, and they were billing this one as, oh, the, the big fallout issue to Robin War, that horrible, horrible event. It doesn't mention it once. <laughs> that was the fallout. <laughs> that was the that was the, fa- the fallout is no one gave a shit about Robin War. Stop talking about Robin War. <laughs> <laughs> I love they're not even trying. Uh, this I, I, I like this issue, but I also think that this series might not be long for this world now because it's, you know, Dick turning on spiral and basically dismantling the organization piece by piece while also singing a jaunty 007 tune okay that's interesting that he's disabling spiral seeing as that in the recent midnighter issue he's totally cool they they, yeah yeah they know they hired midnighter as a spiral agent well here's the thing and in batman robin eternal he reaches out to spiral for help in you know uh interrogating david kane so hey you know little bits of discontinuity yeah a little bit of cock little little bit of cock little bit of creativity over oh no no matt you see post rebirth we can't say creativity over continuity anymore because because that age is done with we're not in the dcu age anymore (laughs) well what should we call it then uh bullshit (laughs) (laughs) Or just discontinuity, which is what we were calling it anyway. <laughs> uh, I, I had all new, all different Avengers this week, too. And, uh, you know, probably the fun thing about this book is that this is an Avengers team trying to make a go of it completely and utterly on a budget because they don't have, like, big Tony Stark money anymore. <laughs> they're working out of, like, an old abandoned aircraft carrier. And they're like, oh, well, what are we going to do for communicators? Um, Cell phones? cell phones are good bluetooth yeah yeah let's let's do cell phones tony stark's like yeah i mean i still think i own a communication satellite or two we can do that (laughs) (laughs) facetime (laughs) oh god yes please avengers face they all they all pull out their pads (laughs) uh (laughs) 
it was funny that, you know, the cover for this one and everyone was making a big deal because it's like, oh, you know, uh, Jane Foster and Falcon, you know, uh, kiss one another. Are they are they going to be an item now? Are they going to be a thing? No, she just did it to piss off some yokels in the background. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a bunch of people who were basically being like, oh, God, why why did we get the intern Avengers? Why, why can't we have white Captain America and man Thor? To which, you know, Thor was like, oh, so we, we don't make you happy how we piss you off? Well, if you don't like that, you're really not going to like this. Come here, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> that was the actual panel. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam's just like, whoa, I, 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 I kissed a god of thunder. That's that, that's one for the bucket list. <laughs> Uh, you now have cancer. You now have okay. cancer. Well, actually, here's the funny thing, too. She, she hasn't uh, admitted to them who she is. And the comic basically ends with Cap and Iron Man being like, we don't know much about our new team. <laughs> like, that's after the fact they've set them up. Yeah, it's like, we really don't know. Who are these people? Yeah, basically. <laughs> they just put an ad out on, like, Craigslist and whoever <laughs> answered got on the team. Are you? No, that's that's what the new warriors do. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a superhero of somewhat note? Come join the new warriors. Yeah, do you have mildly good powers? You can be a new warrior. Man, I'm pretty sure at this rate you and I could be new warriors. <laughs> what are your powers? Uh, we podcast pretty good. Okay, you're in. Hey, we could bore people to death. <laughs> you guys are in. What's our first mission? Uh, you know, we're going to be fighting the high evolutionary. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll stay back here and like... <laughs> We'll insult him on Twitter. We'll, we'll water the plants while you guys are out doing the real fighting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call him a fag. <laughs> on the internet is what we'll do. We will send him a nasty emote is what we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll D-D-O-S-T attack his website, the evolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> we'll order him a bunch of pizzas that he didn't want. Uh, we'll send him some dragon dildos. <laughs> Oh no, he likes them, damn it. <laughs> he was found his weakness. <laughs> High evolutionary's like, oh, these are here early. <laughs> <laughs> or hey, these aren't the ones I ordered. <laughs> oh god, fun stuff, fun stuff. Uh, th that was really all the big comics I had this week. Like I said, it was a light week. Do you just want a lightning round, uh, the last couple ones you had or the ones you enjoyed? Uh, I had Kanan, issue 10. God damn it, I missed Kanan, and Rebels has been so friggin' good this season, and apparently this new issue had a big crossover with the new Sabine episode. It did, it did. Uh, so this issue sees Kanan and Depper move over into Magito to help the war over there. And that's and the they... fight he talks about with the Protector guy in that episode. The Protector guy shows up in this comic. Does That's fucking cool. God he, damn it, he protects... I'm... He protects Depper and Caleb uh, as they're being overrun by the uh, droids. They, he comes in in his attack craft and just does a bombing run and lets them be picked up by a gunship and, yeah, God, saves I their lives. It. God, I love it when the comics and the TV show work together like that. I wonder, did they plan it like that or was this just like a really like great coincidence? They had to have planned it. I, I think they did plan it. I think they did plan it. That's so um, friggin' cool. And uh, it looks like the next issue is going to be Kanan versus General Grievous. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's right. I saw the solicitation cover for that. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. I also had, while we were on Star Wars, I actually had Star Wars issue 15. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Did you read that? I've fallen so friggin' behind on Star Wars, I need to sit down and read everything. Well, this one you could read without having to read the others, because it was just an Obi-Wan journal tale. Oh, sweet. 
and it was, oh, it was damn good. It was Obi-Wan looking after Luke, you know, Luke being like a kid flying around in his T-16, crashing it in Beggar's Canyon. Uh, Obi-Wan protecting a bunch of Jawas from Tusken Raiders, um, buys a bunch of parts for Luke, and then uh, Owen brings the parts back to um, Obi-Wan's hut and basically like has a go at him, says, like, you've killed enough Skywalkers, you don't need to be killing more. <laughs> so, like, leave Luke alone. Well, wow, that's that's really cool that they're doing these journal tales because you have to ask yourself where it's like he couldn't have just been doing nothing for all those years. He couldn't have just been sitting on his hands, you know? Yeah, well, that's really funny because he really does just sit on his hands. This <laughs> issue, <laughs> um, but um, it's tying. It's kind of tying in with like the other books as well because at the end, Jabba, like the last journal in- entry we got, uh, he roughed up a bunch of Jabba's men because they'll going for, like, water taxes and stuff. Uh, so Jabba sends that big Wookiee bounty hunter that we've been seeing in, like, Vader Ooh, down yes. after Obi-Wan. That's a cool Wookiee. Yeah, so it's going to be pretty cool to see Obi-Wan fight a Wookiee. That will be fun. I am all about the Wookiee fights. Yeah, it's, it's going to be... I don't, I don't know when the next one is, because they don't, like, announce when the next one is. No, no, I I think this week we've got the next part of uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan, like, issue two of that. Yeah, yeah, we do. That's a really good book as well. It is a good book. That was a good first issue. Yeah. Very, very different kind of Star Wars book. Yeah, it, it was in a, a period we haven't really explored yet, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah most, uh, most definitely. Uh, anything else you wanted to talk about? Oh, no, that's all the books I read. Yeah, I mean, anything else you want to hear me talk about, I mean, you can go check it out on the channel. I mean, it's all it's all there for you to see. Yeah, all my all my reviews are up there as well on my channel. I will, so, yeah. be, I will be sure to link that in the description. For those who haven't subbed to Matt, you should definitely go and do that. And I suppose with that, uh, we can wind it down and we can bring the first episode of the comic multiverse uh, to a close, is what I think we can yeah. do. Last hour and ten minutes. Yeah, an hour and ten. Not too bad. That's that. That's our mo. That is our modus operandi. Yeah. Uh, I hope you all liked the first episode of this new show. I hope it filled a bloody, sweaty void in your heart. If you catch my drift. I guess too, because this is a new show, because kind of anything goes. Now, I guess is there any segment you would like to see us bring back? Is there anything new? you would like to see us do for the future uh by all means sound off in the comment section and tell us all about that and as always be sure to do all that social media jazz be sure to like subscribe favorite i was gonna say like us on facebook but we don't have a facebook actually i'm kind of i'm, I'm, I'm kind of toying <laughs> I, with... I have a facebook page i've got a star wars type facebook page which i'll post like really anything that's my main star wars stuff so yeah I, i'm kind of toying with a facebook page right now because, like, I read somewhere that that's an important thing you got to do in building a successful channel. Uh, m- my thing is, like, I'm trying to figure out how to do, like, the embedding of videos and stuff. Because, like, you got to make them small. But the smaller you make them, the shittier your picture quality or, like, the shittier your audio quality. So I got to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just probably going to stick with YouTube and Twitter at the moment. But yeah. I've got that Facebook page as well. So, yeah. So, yeah, go, go, go like Matt's uh, Facebook page, but don't look at my Facebook page until I'm comfortable with it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so uncomfortable with it, man. Just, I just, I just, I just don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, be sure to follow us on our respective Twitters and everything to keep up to date on everything that we're doing. Shit, follow me on Instagram. I don't post near as much as I should, but do it. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't tell you I'm all into Ever since Christmas, yeah, yeah. ever since I got a new pad, I'm all into the Instagrams now. 
I, I mostly just take pictures of the foods that I'm eating. <laughs> People fucking love that. They do for some they, reason. They do. Like I'll post a comic picture and it'll do okay. But if like I post a picture of the beef stew that I'm making from scratch, I get like a million you know likes and thumbs up and insta points or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Insta points. What's the what's the what's the dollar ratio? <laughs> uh, zero. Uh, n- negative oh. zero. Actually, in fact, I owe them money when it's all. Over. <laughs> you you lose money the more likes you get. I lose money on Instagram. <laughs> so with that, everyone, thank you for watching uh, this episode of the Comic Multiverse, where the worlds of nerd meet. Do, do you like that, man? I'm gonna try and hammer that in now. That's pretty good. good. Soon there will be shirts and caps and everything to go with it. (laughs) Building a building a merchandising. Hey everyone, thanks so much for watching my newest video. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you'll feel like checking out some more videos I have on offer here at Cape Jewel.